is Sophie Bertrand and I'm a registered associate nutritionist and founder of Sophie's Healthy Kitchen. And I'm Barry Strickoff, registered dietitian, founder of Barry the Dietitian, and welcome to our podcast, Forking yes. Wellness. Forking Wellness is happening. Um, I remember Sophie approached me um, when we were hanging out making pancakes back in March, and you were like, we should create a podcast. And I was like, oh my god, everyone and their mom has a podcast. Like, what are we <laughs> going to talk about that kind of hasn't already, you know, been spoken about? Yeah, so we're going to do things a little bit differently. Yeah, I think there's a lot of great nutrition content out there, and we're not trying to replicate it. So we're going to try and approach things from a bit of a different angle. And we want this to be really relatable. You know, me and Barry will get a bit personal. You can get to know us. Yeah, um, we want you to feel like you're hanging out with us, whether you're listening to us like on your commute or like at the gym or just like whenever. Um, we want you to feel like you're included. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, bit about us. <laughs> Totally. Okay. Um, do you want to start? I guess so. I'll go and talk about myself. Barry's going to start. <laughs> she put it in there, so I have no other option. Okay. So um, I think it's interesting that we have this dynamic because obviously I'm from New York mm-hmm. um, and I have a very strong American accent. Yeah. And I'm British. Yeah. <laughs> from London. <laughs> but we're in London right now. We're yes. in my apartment. Um, I won't gosh. tell you where. Barry moved to. <laughs> Um, there was a time over the summer we were moving flats, um, and we were homeless for about 13 days. It was, it was terrible, but we're in, um, a great apartment. I won't tell you where it is, so you don't come and find me. Everyone's looking for you. Um, but I'm a registered dietitian, so I qualified back in America. Um, I went to the University of Delaware. I studied um, a four-year degree in dietetics, and then I completed my dietetic internship. It's actually really so interesting, like, how the differences the and difference, qualifications yeah. are. Yeah, so in America, there's no such thing as a nutritionist, mm-hmm. um, which I think, like, when I first moved here, I was super skeptical, and I was just like, we don't have it, so I just didn't really know the difference. But now, being here, I think it's great because in America, they make you qualify so clinically, but not mm-hmm. everyone wants to be clinical. Yeah. So I feel like it's another avenue that, like, I probably, I don't know if I would have gone down, but, like, I just think it's a great option anyways. Um, So I did my dietetic internship, which you have to do 1,200 hours of supervised practice before you could take your national exam. Um, So I did that back in New York, and then I moved here to complete my master's um, in eating disorders and clinical nutrition at UCL, which is where I met Sophie. Yeah, so my background's actually in psychology. I did a four-year degree um, at Regents University in London and absolutely loved it. I'm so pleased I did psychology before I went into nutrition. But on the course, um, we did cover some nutrition and particularly to do with the hormones in the body and I just absolutely loved that area. So At the time as well, I was super interested in kind of wellness and nutrition, but my idea of nutrition was being super healthy and having green bitter bowls and not eating too much sugar. I literally remember (laughs) when we met, it was the first time I ever had it, you brought me a thing of spirulina. I know I did. Yeah, you did. (laughs) I do not remember that. Yeah, you brought me, it was like, I'll never forget it because I was so keen to try it because I was like, my new British friend Sophie it was mango spirulina and I will never forget this and I like 
went on Pinterest and I found like a recipe for like how you make like yeah. a spirulina smoothie. Um, and you like supposed to put mango or frozen pineapple just to like make it more sweet. So I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to have a tropical smoothie. With spirulina. Okay. First of all, it tasted like dirt. Yeah. That's probably why you gave it to me. <laughs> I was going to say, I probably gave it to you because I hated spirulina. I remembered buying it though and being like, who the hell adds this into their diet? Well, this is like part of the whole wellness industry yeah. in that like. Does it taste good? Do you like need it? That was at its peak, though, when I was deciding to transition into nutrition. Yeah. So I had this really, like, obscure kind of opinion on what nutrition actually was. I think we all did yeah. back then. And I think that's, like, the great thing about this is because, like, we're constantly evolving. Definitely. So, like, I'm sure we'll say things and then years back we'll look at it and be like, I can't believe I said that. Yeah. And I do remember when I met you, you said that you learned in your degree that eggs were unhealthy. Oh my god, totally. Yeah. That's actually so funny that you said that because I feel like we're getting sidetracked. I really wanted to talk about my spirulina smoothies. <laughs> but I'll mention that briefly. We'll go back to the eggs. But um, yeah, so I made the smoothie and it looked like mud. Like it was like this imagine. like deep green and I yeah. tried to like style it. And literally if I scroll back on my Instagram, I'll find it. But I didn't even say how bad it was. I probably just posted and be like, ooh, spirulina smoothie, hashtag antioxidants. We're like, now. <laughs> hashtag antioxidants. <laughs> hashtag fit life. Hashtag fit life. We're like, now, like, I would never, like, now I'd be like, hey, I just made this and it tasted like crap. <laughs> the other thing is, I'm like the biggest chocolate lover ever. And I started looking for, like, all those chocolates that were made with, like, coconut oil and, like, maple syrup. I'm like, this is healthier. Oh, it's like, it takes the whole, like... Exactly. Well, it's even, like, but, do you like 90% dark chocolate? I do love 90% dark chocolate. See, but I, I also love white chocolate. Like, it's yeah. any chocolate for me. I love, like, I can do 70 or 85% dark chocolate, but I feel like 90, like... I don't know. It's draw like the line two, at yeah. I I draw the line at eighty six. Totally. I feel like it weird leaves this like weird film on my teeth, and then I'm like licking my teeth, like trying to get it off. Yeah. Do you ever get that? I've had like a hundred percent as well. What is that? Just like cacao. That actually just crumbles in your mouth, and it's not enjoyable. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I draw the line at ninety. I draw the line at ninety. I draw the line at eighty six. Um. <laughs> But I guess we'll all establish different thresholds with yeah, chocolate. So <laughs> back to the eggs, though. Yeah, when I was in university, that was like, so the nutrition guidelines were changed, I think, in 2013 in America that like changed the guidelines for eggs because like it was that whole like they're high in cholesterol, so that raises yeah. body cholesterol, which we now know um, is not how it works like physiologically. Um, but when I first started dating my boyfriend, Mark, I was still going by the original guidelines because that's what we were learning in school. And he was like, I want to be healthy. And I was like, oh, only eat the egg whites. So still to this day, he like only eats egg whites. And when he sees me eating eggs, he's like, oh, that cholesterol. And I'm like, they've changed the guidelines. And he's like, you're just saying that to suit you because you like the yolks. And I'm like, no, no. We need to evolve with the research. <laughs> I know. I think he just thinks that, like, one day I decided I like real eggs instead of egg whites, so I changed, like, my egg perspective. Egg whites is the most pointless food. So boring. It upsets me so much so when just people albumin. get rid of an egg yolk. I know. Even though I don't... Sometimes if they're super hard-boiled, I don't really like the yolk. I quite like that. It's, like, a bit chalky, no? Mm, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. <laughs> You don't really so, mind that chocolate no, consistency, no, clearly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, when I, 
actually went to study proper nutrition. Oh, right. Away so from, still, yeah. Still in your introduction. <laughs> God, that, that evolved. Away from what I was reading on the internet and what I thought was healthy, I obviously took a completely different approach to nutrition and health and wellness. And I actually realised that all food is fit, which it is. And I think that's why me and Barry got on so well, is because we had such a similar approach and outlook. Yeah, I think we, like, had a good balance where, like, we loved, like, on our lunch breaks to go find, like, cool, new, like, yes. healthy places. You know, they actually closed that place that I know, we went Raw to. Legend. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time I ever had, like, um... I think we literally went in and Barry got, like, all the savoury stuff she could. Yeah. And I legit got everything sweet. Totally. That's, like, literally, like, our yin and yang. Yeah, 100%. I think I literally sat there with, like, a pot of raw balls. You did. <laughs> And I didn't and like say a sweet, anything. like a sweet date and vanilla smoothie or something. <laughs> yeah, and I had like, um, like falafels. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I think I did. Um, it was like this vegan place near our, you know, and we went, I think we had the good balance that like, we like trying new and healthy foods and we really like healthy foods, but then like on the week, or not even on the weekends, okay, on the weekends we go out, but like we can go out anytime. But like, yeah. we also had that balance of like, um... Oh, you want to go for pizza? Cool, let's go Definitely. for pizza. And like, it's... I think pizza's healthy. <laughs> I mean, it's very nutritionally balanced. Exactly. To be you get but your like, carbs, I think your fiber. I justify your protein. like I'll say chocolate's healthy because it makes me so happy, and that's good for my health. I love that. Yeah. And if it's that ninety percent, you got those hashtag <laughs> antioxidants. <laughs> but I, I do think all foods are healthy. Um, obviously, some are healthier than others. And some have exactly. to be Exactly, some are just more nutritionally dense. Totally. But all foods fit, and I think that's yeah. kind of where we share the message um, and what we, you know, say to people we work with, as well as just, like, friends and family and things like that. Yeah, 100%. So, so where did you do from college? So, like, what so, was your yes. trajectory? So, did... So, before I actually went to do the masters at UCL which is where I met Barry I went to the Association for Nutrition which is the body that I'm registered with here in the UK and basically got some advice as to how I transitioned from my psychology background into nutrition and luckily the psychology degree I did was a Bachelor of Science so luckily I had that kind of base scientific knowledge and I did as many continuing professional development courses as I could, yeah. I was really concentrating them. CPDs, <laughs> CPDs, also known as CPDs. In America, um, I think they're called CPEs. Oh, education. Yeah, yeah. I keep getting confused which one is which. Yeah. Because technically, I still have to satisfy both oh, legislations. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, so I did that, um, and then applied for my masters. I think two years after I graduated. No, one year. So when did you start Sophie's Healthy Kitchen? I started Sophie's Healthy Kitchen. I must... I can't remember. I can't work out. I started Sophie's Healthy Kitchen when I finished my psychology degree. And I went to America for three months. And I was sat in... Oh, it was two years. Because I was sat in a cafe. And it was, like, founded by a nutritionist. Do you know which cafe it was? Yeah, it was called Glow Bio. I wonder if it's still open. It was on Melrose Avenue. It's not because I was really heartbroken to find out it was shut down. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was sat in there with my sister, and I was, I was just like, I want to be a nutritionist. Literally, like, it, the that was that. Yeah, it did. So as soon as I got back from LA in 
September I started looking at like how to be a nutritionist and I legit was looking for the shortcut options like I did not want to go back yeah, and have to like study a, a proper degree yeah so I kind of like for a year I was kind of like wondering around like how do I go about this um started doing all these CPD courses which were accredited by the AFN and then I was like do you know what if I want the, if I want to be the real deal I'm gonna have to go back to study totally. so I bit, <laughs> bit the bullet and it's such it an was, investment in time. It was the, one of the best things I've ever done. One, because I have my career, and two, because I met Barry. Uh, and that sounds so, like, <laughs> cheesy and soft, but honestly, like, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. <laughs> We're just having a moment. Um, so, did you continue um, Sophie's Healthy Kitchen? Like, how did it evolve from, like, when you first started, when it was, like, you So, when, when you I were, first like, started, I didn't even know spirulina. what Instagram was. And my, like, Sophie's Healthy Kitchen was, like... A health, like literally healthifying everything. Like yeah. I would make red velvet cake with beetroot, like that kind of yeah. style. To be fair, I would still do that because I I like weird stuff like that. But I'd also go to a shop and just get a red velvet cupcake. Right. So. And I think that's like one of the fine lines when people like question about nutrition. It's like we do both. Like we yeah. could make like you know the healthy ver- like mm. add beetroot to a cake to make it red instead of using whatever but then we could also have the real deal so, so like, like the big thing for me now is i would never have a sweet potato brownie because i'm like oh that one's much healthier so i'll go for that one like if i feel like an effing chocolate brownie oh my god i'm yeah. gonna have it same <laughs> mine's gonna be from the box yeah exactly there's nothing better than like a duncan hines devil's food oh what's the one we have betty crocker have you had that yeah, yeah. i think that's like very american what, Betty Crocker? Yeah. That's, I'm, yeah, it's all over our shops. Yeah, but I'm pretty everywhere. sure Betty Did you Crocker guys invent is, it? I don't know. Is I Betty just, American? I always picture Betty just being like a southern home cook. <laughs> Betty Crocker. With black curly hair and like a little pinafore. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I feel like that is American. But yeah, no, I agree. Like We're fans of Betty. <laughs> we would love Betty to sponsor this podcast. Just kidding. Um, not kidding. Uh, contact us. Any- <laughs> That's so funny. But do you know that um, Barry the Dietitian was my third food Instagram? Yeah, I, I knew you was traveling dietitian. No, no, meaning like... Oh my like- god, what- wait, what? Like, this is the third account that I've had that's been a food Instagram. So I've like... I remember you told me about this, actually, when you were in college. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I went to the University of Delaware, and this was, like, when Instagram was becoming famous, and there were, like, not becoming famous, it was, like, growing in popularity, yeah. and there were a bunch of food accounts that I followed. I was always a bit, like, food obsessed. Like, my mm. mom's a chef, um, so food has always just been a really big part of my life, and I love cooking, and I love, like, We should talk about this more, because I hated food growing up. Oh it did yeah, not this would be me. a great next episode okay. or future future episode. But anyways, like this was like when like those pictures of those like giant slices of pizza with like burgers with three layers and like melted cheese. Remember, it like wasn't yeah. healthy, but they it were, was like, like food porn. foody. Yeah, exactly. So um, I created an account. Well, me and my college roommates, my housemates, um, called UD Foodie because like University of Delaware. Anyways, um, we were like anonymous. And we used to, like, go around and, like, eat at the places, like, near the school and, like, on campus, and we'd take pictures, and we'd, like, upload it, we'd, like, rate rate and review, like, the different, like, um, cafes and delis and restaurants and things like that, 
and then like at graduation I did like reveal who I was and every and like I had like a few other friends who like religiously followed the account and they would like we'd all text about it be like oh my god did you see where UD Foodie was today and then at, at graduation I was like I'm UD Foodie oh my god <laughs> best reveal ever it was so funny did you hire the penny job okay that's the thing like back in 2015 is when we did it it had over a thousand followers like if we content continued it I'm sure it'd be like massive but like I tried to pass it on to like girls in my sorority like who were younger (sighs) the chosen ones (laughs) (laughs) ones. but they just like were not interested um so that died a slow death but you can still find it on Instagram if you're interested yeah um and then when I moved home to complete my dietetic internship um I was living back with my parents to save money and me and my mom created a food Instagram together Aww. called Dinner Time, and time spelled like the spice, like T H Y M A. That was my mom's like catering business, like before she retired. Yeah. Um, so we just carried on that name, and that was like really not aesthetically pleasing. Like if you look at that one, that's like funny, like the worst lighting, like with like the kitchen light on and like no Off background. Center, <laughs> Um, so that was my second Instagram food account, and then when I moved to England, um, I was a traveling dietitian, yeah. um, and I was like, oh, I'm moving to Europe, I'm going to create a page where like I'm just like traveling, and I'm eating, and I'm going to try and get my boyfriend to eat vegetables. Oh, yeah. And it's talk about that as well. <laughs> and it has like, completely evolved from there. Yeah. And then, like, a year and a half went by, and I was like, I'm trying to save money, I can't travel. I need to change my name. Shit. <laughs> Shit. So, now I'm very the dietitian, but I still like to travel. <laughs> it's funny, because, like, when I came up with the name Sophie's Healthy Kitchen, like, like it, it was literally just me creating recipes in the kitchen, but I feel like then I wanted to get, like, more relatable to my audience. Like, I wanted to know them to know a bit more about my life. Yeah. So, like, Sophie's Healthy Kitchen may not be completely reflective of what my page is now. I feel like it is, because you can, like... But my, like, recipe posts get a lot of saves, so I'm like... Yeah. I, no, but I feel like... I need to keep the recipes Sophie's coming. Healthy Kitchen, like, kind of, like, encompasses, like, I just picture you in your kitchen. Yeah, and now it's very much, like, healthy relationship with food. Because, like, and I have had people comment on my page being like, you are being irresponsible as a nutritionist. Have sharing, they? Yeah, sharing, like you know chocolate all the time because it's literally no secret that I'm obsessed with chocolate oh my god and well, yeah. just and I'm like well you're missing the point because yes yeah. you know it's about having a healthy relationship with yourself and with food so totally I think that's something that again like we kind of always agreed on yeah 100% like all about that balance and all about that like all about that balance <laughs> what else do we want to like accomplish within this podcast though so I mean it's guaranteed we will never script a podcast no we're literally sitting on my floor yeah with the mic and the laptop yeah nothing in front of us not that there's anything wrong with a scripted podcast but yeah we we're not we're not about that we're just gonna come on for a chat hopefully make you laugh a little bit give you some information and yeah definitely taking requests for yeah things you want to know we've got definitely a few specific ideas that will tailor some of our episodes a hundred percent so you guys can follow us on for on instagram at forking wellness um and also write into us tell us what you guys like tell us what you don't like 
we take constructive criticism um but please be nice and um also like we'd love if you guys like wrote in questions for us like we'd love to read them on the podcast answer some of your questions Mm -hmm. um yeah what else We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Make sure you're subscribed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please, um, we'd love if you subscribe to the podcast, left a comment. I feel like every podcast goes, rate, review, and subscribe. So that's, like, in my head. Yeah. So please rate, review, do and it, guys. Do it. <laughs> and, yeah, you could follow me at Barry the Dietitian. And me at Sophie's Healthy Kitchen. And we will be back next week. Bye.